0: Hey guys, welcome back to Casual Commander. I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And I'm back. What a fun work trip that I had. Tim, how was last week?
1: Uh, It was good. Um, I think Matt did a great job. Uh, I'm not saying he's better than you, but I am saying that you're worse than him.
0: Okay. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate that. Matt, thank you for joining. I hope it wasn't Mm -hmm. too bad of a time. And I also hope I haven't listened to it yet. I really hope magic was actually talked about. It actually was. Yeah. Was summer loving ever brought up.
1: Summer lovin'. Was that brought up when we talked when Mitch and I were. That's on? all Mitch
2: talked about. Summer loving. Yeah. The beer. I don't know. He was just talking about summer lovin'. Oh, I don't remember that.
0: <laughs> You're probably a little drunk. Uh. Nah, it
2: was a Monday night.
0: <laughs> You're probably a little drunk. Anyway, so it's time for a set review. It's it's only been three weeks into the year, and
1: it's time. We to have be been, fair, yeah. it's been a while since we've done one. I it, guess that's it, true. By, like, s- the standards of the, the schedule we've been
0: that's that's true. Leading I guess Yellon yeah. has been a, like two months now at this point. Yeah,
1: exactly, you know.
0: So they're really slowing it down. but they've already announced the the release of um M- Junction, the next one mm-hmm. is like April 19th, and this set comes out in like a week and a half. It's crazy. that's like that's like three months. February to April, I guess two and a half months. Yeah. okay, not that bad then. Anyway, it's time to review. Murders at Karlov Manor. Woo. Yay. It's Clue. Yay. Before we get into that, I'm just going to make... I'm just curious. Did you get anything from Ravnica Remastered? I forgot it happened. I didn't get anything, dude. And if you look at, like, the return, the ROI
1: on these boxes, awful. Like, did you buy a box and you're saying no. you didn't get anything? No. You, okay.
0: Yeah. I, I did not buy any. Return to Ravnica boxes, products, yeah, anything.
1: Me neither. I, Genuinely, I, I forgot about it.
0: I'm happy that it's going to be driving the prices of Shocks down. So now's a great time if you need to buy Shocklands.
1: That's fair. That's a good point. But,
0: but overall, like, I just, I did not, nothing else in that other than, like, Cyclonic Rift. But I already have a couple Cyclonic Rifts, you know? Nothing in the Ravnica yeah. set I really needed. Yeah. So that's that's, yeah. like, I feel like that's different. From Dominaria Remastered. I feel like with Dominaria Remastered, they put out like Dominaria has had a lot of sets, but
2: I don't know. I just I just feel like with Ravnica there was no gas. I And also like no hype.
1: Like I feel yeah. like nobody really talked about it as far as I could tell. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. See, you're yawning, you're bored. yeah i'm bored sorry is this is this gonna be the rest of this year (laughs) just me yawning the whole time yeah i mean this that's how i feel about the sets coming out this year wow
0: okay well
1: i I said that already
0: not not on the current spoilers we're about to go through
1: spoiler alert (laughs) okay well tim why
0: don't we get into it murders at karlov manor what is your first impressions from the spoilers
1: uh, first impressions is, uh, keyword soup, the set. They've all been like, that
0: way recently.
1: No, this one has like, like four mechanics coming out that are like new mechanics.
0: Isn't it? That is, it, there's a decent number of mechanics that are new. I don't yeah. think it's any
1: more than a normal set. I know. I think it is. Okay. So <laughs> l- let's just list them out okay. real quick. Right. There's cases, Right.
0: I don't know if that's a mechanic. That's a new card type. It's still in okay, insane though.
1: Yeah. Okay, fair. But it is definitely new. It's, it's new. like battlegrounds, you know, it's a new card type. Sure. Uh there is in it's not investigate, it's um collect,
2: collect evidence. evidence. Or, collect, yeah, collect evidence.
1: evidence. Disguise. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one? There is
0: They're suspecting.
1: Suspecting.
0: Yep. That's it.
1: No, wasn't there one more?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. Because investigate has obviously been around for a long time.
1: Yeah, that's, that's fair.
0: Uh, it's collect collect evidence, disguise, and investigate. Obviously we're getting a return of. And suspecting. I said, I'm sorry, not investigate. Suspect. Yeah. So suspect. suspect Disguise, I mean, and and the interesting thing is the only one that I feel like has any degree of complexity to it is disguise.
1: It's because it's morph.
0: It's well, yeah, it's morph. Morph but different. So all right, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we go over the rules of what each of these things are?
1: Well, yeah, I just wanted to lay it all out there. Lay
0: it all out there.
1: I feel like there's usually like one or maybe two. New mechanics and then other recurring mechanics that come back,
0: that's fair. So like investigate is the recurring mechanic of this, set. yeah, yeah, right. So why don't we start with the cases? they the um. cases are interesting.
2: Uh, so a example of a a case here I'm
0: sorry, yeah, uh, so here's here's an example of a case. It looks a lot like a. Um what are those called? Sagas, except the words are on the right instead of the left.
1: Yep, they're they're like the um the classes. Exactly, from- yep.
0: So it's a card type enchantment subtype case has some kind of mana value and that it has an ETB effect and a constant ability and then you can solve the case at the beginning of your end step if you complete some kind of specific trigger or action. And then, once it's solved, you then get the second ability. So, an example of this is Case of the Locked Hot Hot House. Three and a green for a case. You may play an additional land on each of your turns. To solve, you control seven or more lands. If unsolved, solve at the beginning of your unstep. And then, if it's solved, you may look at the top card of your library anytime, and you may play lands and cast creature and enchantment
2: spells from the top of your library. So do you get both when you solve it? Uh, Yes, you get both. Okay.
0: And so I, I don't know, like, why? why? I guess my question is, I feel like it's a little confusing because, you know, you don't put like a solved counter or you don't put any kind of indication that this particular enchantment has been solved. Yeah. You know? So I, I get it, but also at the same time, it's gonna be a little confusing because then it's like, how do I tell that this is a solved case? How like looking at my opponent's opponent opponents looking at my <laughs> opponent's board state? <laughs> I was combining opponent and board, and it became an opponent.
1: Mm, it sounds like you yeah. were combining opponent and something else. <laughs> yeah,
0: whatever. But like, how am I supposed to tell from my opponent's board state something is solved or not? I, I like the idea, but I would have I would have rather have seen it be like You know, put a solved counter on it.
1: This is absolutely a, uh, um, crap. Why can't with the online? uh, Why am I drawing a blank? Arena, arena mechanic. Maybe because I'm sure in arena you can hover over their card and it'll be like highlighted blue, saying if it will be solved this turn or not. Yeah, that's fair. it's like Daybound, Nightbound. You're like, you have to keep track of it. You have to think, now sure, some of these you solve once, and it's probably going to get solved again each turn. like the, this one specifically. No,
0: once you solve, you don't, you don't get it for the, like, you get the, once you solve it, it's solved for the remainder of the game.
1: You don't oh, it solve doesn't it solve
0: yeah. each time. No, once it's solved, it's solved.
1: And when it's solved, does it stay on the battlefield, or does it yep. get sacrificed like a saga?
0: It stays. Okay. So, there are some that you can, like once it's solved, sacrifice it to do something. And there are some that are
2: just static abilities okay. so each each case is different, yeah. i I,
0: I, I don't know weird. yet I, they're yeah. weird. i i I don't like the fact that the card doesn't have a way to show you that it's solved. -hmm. That's I'm sure someone
1: will come up with something. Like you put put a a, a counter on it. it. Put a plus yeah, yeah,
0: just put a counter on it, put a die on it or something like that. And so like we'll figure it out. But it's interesting that they included something that doesn't have a distinct identification that it is solved. Yeah, that's fair. The the next new mechanic is uh, collect evidence. Do you want to try to describe this one, Tim?
2: Yes. Sure. (laughs) um
1: so it's usually collect evidence and then a number could be x could be just an actual number and then it says to collect evidence whatever the number is exile cards with total mana value of whatever it is or greater from your graveyard Mm -hmm. and usually it's to like you can instead of paying for this card you can collect evidence x and then you get the card it's it's a
0: lot of them are triggered abilities So, for example, an Answer the Battlefield, a Die Trigger, a Mm -hmm. Ward Trigger, things like that.
1: Yes. So the one I'm currently looking at is uh, Conspiracy Unraveler 5 Blue Blue for a 6-6 Sphinx Detective with flying and says, You may collect evidence 10 rather than pay the mana cost for the spells that you cast, which is pretty nice. Like, that's decent, you know, Mm -hmm. it's hefty. Right? Because you have to exile 10 mana value from your graveyard. But if you got something that you don't have the mana for, you're tapped out, then you do this, you know?
0: Yeah, I feel like that's just... That particular example there is a really weird example because that's the only one that has that kind of ability on it. Most of the other ones are like triggered abilities. Right? <clears throat> like, for example, okay. Lamplight Phoenix. One red red for a 3-3 Phoenix. Flying. When Lamp Like Phoenix dies, you may exile it and collect evidence for. If you do, return Lamp Like Phoenix to the battlefield tapped. So there's your Phoenix with set mechanic staped
2: on it, stapled on it. No idea if it's good. It's a Phoenix, but that's that's kind of the idea. Yeah.
1: It's I don't know. I. It's. This it's sounds a, like it's a parasitic. Self-
0: it's it is a little parasitic i mean it's literally called collect evidence yeah right so it's it's definitely very para- very parasitic the I, only way
1: they could have made it more parasitic is if they called it like collect clues
0: collect clues investigate hard
1: <laughs> get a cl- get clue goo everywhere
0: <laughs> meet professor plum 4. <laughs> I I mean, obviously, this is going to be a great mechanic for any kind of self-mill deck. But other than that, I think it's going to be very situational to bring into any other kind of commander deck. Right? Like, yeah, some of the things you're going to want to do, you're going to have a hard time getting to there because a lot of decks don't want stuff in their graveyard. I can see. Oh, sorry. Good. I was just going to say it's very situational.
1: It's very situational. I can see a lot of these cards going into like a Sithist deck. Or not Sithis, um, Sidisi.
0: Sidisi, Mully, Mimeoplasm, Marin. Those are the kind of cards, those are, these are the kind of cards that you're going to want in there.
1: Yeah. and Because your graveyard's going to be full. Yeah. And you're not really going to care all that much what you're getting rid of a lot of times. Especially with cards like Sidisi, where you're really just trying to get creatures into your graveyard and then make zombies. Exactly. So, I can see, it... I think in certain scenarios it will be good, like you said, but it it's few and far between. To the point that I don't know that it'll really make much sense outside of this. Correct. Like it's it's not going to be in anything else.
0: Oh, I found another. I found another. I found another um keyword, Tim. Cloaking.
1: Cloaking. Yes. So let's that was come the back other
0: to Cloaking, one. because cloaking is basically an extension of disguise. Okay. So let's let's come back to that one. Um, sure. So, disguise, like Tim had said before, is essentially morph. Or, uh, yeah, morph. Morph with extra steps. So, an example here uh, let's see uh, Fugitive Codebreaker, one in a red for a 2 1 Goblin Rogue. It has prowess and haste, and disguise, five in a red. This cost is reduced by one for each incident cor- sorcery card in your graveyard. It says you may cast this card face down for 3 as a 2/2 creature with ward 2. Turn it mm-hmm. face up anytime for its disguise cost. When it's turned face up, discard your hand and draw 3 cards. So, it's literally just morph with
1: a ward 2 on it. Yeah, it so it like well, does it also not use the stack? No, like ward does. It, it. says
0: you may turn it up, you may turn it face up anytime.
1: Okay. Yeah. So, so yes,
0: it's it's literally just so the only other thing though is like it doesn't have the synergy with things that say like when you morph a creature.
1: Sure. Oh sure. Like if anything says so- yeah, yeah. Yeah. But there's a lot of things that say when a card gets turned face up face up rather than just morph, you know. Correct.
0: When you car- when you turn a card face up, and a lot of these, obviously the disguise cost is it's beneficial to disguise it and flip it up. Yes, I think there's only one card in here that doesn't benefit
2: from being flipped up. But whatever. Why? Like, why do it? Well, it's like it's like it's like it
0: costs a lot of mana normally, but you can disguise it for cheap. But then your opponent gets a benefit or something like that.
2: Oh, OK. Right. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. So, I mean, I don't have enough to say about disguise yet because morph is morph is good. Morph morph is like the game the the, the style you want to play like messing with your opponent's mind. Yeah. Because it's like, what's under here? Could it be a land? Could it be <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Right. And this set obviously this I feel like disguise is thematic to this set. You don't know who the people are, you don't know who the creatures are. It could be anybody kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so cloak. Cloak, similar to disguise, is
2: Cloak is to manifest what disguise is to morph. Does that make sense? No, say that again. <laughs> okay. Cloak is to manifest what
0: disguise is to morph. So, disguise is mm. basically morph with war two. Cloak is manifest with ward two
1: i forgot for a bit what manifest was
0: okay so here's a card right mm-hmm. uh, cryptic coat two and a blue for an artifact equipment it says when cryptic coat enters the battlefield cloak the top card of your library then attach cryptic coat to it to cloak a card put it onto the battlefield face down as a 2-2 creature with ward two turn it face up anytime for its mana cost If it's a creature card. Hmm. Equipped creature gets plus one plus zero and can't be blocked. One and a blue. Return cryptic coat to its owner's hand. Okay. So there are cards. There are cards out here that let you cloak like the top of an opponent's deck. So that's literally just manifest. Yeah. But they just also have war two.
2: Yeah. So really at the end of the day, the only like truly new mechanic is... Collect evidence. It's. The like.
1: Yeah. Truly new. Not done in a different way. With a different keyword. Exactly. Yeah. But. uh, Still. It's just other. Other keywords with extra steps.
0: Oh sure sure sure. And it's going to be really confusing. When someone builds a morph disguise cloak deck.
1: Yeah exactly.
0: You know. Like the the disguise. And now has its own token that comes along with it because it has to have Ward 2. I get yeah. it thematically, right? Like you're, you're not morphing, you're disguising yourself, and disguise is providing you some degree of protection. Mm-hmm. I'm just imagining like going to a pre release or a standard event and looking at the board, and there's like seven face down creatures all with Ward 2.
2: And I was like, ah, oh, that sounds awful.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about it. It's I don't dislike them because I didn't I don't hate Morph and Manifest and and uh what what is the is it dredge that lets you exile no. cards from your graveyard? Uh,
0: dredge lets you put from the top of your deck into your graveyard.
1: And what's the, there is another one that lets you exile from your graveyard to to cast a card,
2: right? Uh Oh, uh it's not dredge. Oh, what's that guy's name? What was the uh, trash
0: pile that did really well for a while? A uh, trash pile? Hold on. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The the necropolis creature that came from Modern
2: Horizons 1. The necropolis creature. Hold on, hold on. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Hogak. It's Hogak and it's Del it is Delph. Okay. Oh, it's delve. Okay. It's not, delve, dredge. not dredge. Yeah. It's delve. I'll yeah, edit so a lot.
0: Like, say all that again. <laughs> or okay. no, I'll edit it. I'll edit it. It's delve.
1: Yeah. It's delve. So, like, delve, or sorry, um, collect evidence is delve, but a little different, you know? It's delve, but it's t- for like better. triggered abilities.
0: So, the interesting thing about delve is it doesn't necessarily need to be creatures.
2: Delve cause... can be any card from your graveyard. And Collect Evidence, I think, specifically has to be creatures. That's it?
1: No. Exile cards with total mana value. Oh, no, you're 10. right.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay. Yeah. So all it is is just a better delve then. Yeah. Depends. Well, know. I guess it depends. It's very situational because it could be like Collect Evidence 10. You know what I mean? Like that one card. I don't know. I don't know how to I don't know how to rate or do anything anymore. I've been out of magic for an entire week, Tim. So I'm Ugh, so yeah. lost.
1: And your your head's only in
2: Shatterpoint right now. Yeah, it is, dude. <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Well. So that's the set. That's the new
0: mechanics. Good episode, Tim. I think we can end it here.
1: Okay, cool. Glad you guys are listening. Uh, Come back next week for less and less.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're keeping our episodes to a minimum of eight minutes now.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway. All right. Hit that down to five. (laughs) That's it. Hi, guys. Welcome to Casual Commander. Bye. (laughs) That involves the music. We need the intro music, the plugs. Hi, guys. Welcome to Casual Commander. Here's (laughs) Evie.
2: Goodbye. Goodbye.
0: All right. Standard set review. You guys know how we like to do it. We like to put the cards into a bit of a bracket here. Let them go head to head. Tim picked his favorite eight cards. I picked my favorite eight cards. Let us be clear. I asked Tim what were your cards first? And Tim just basically named all of the best cards of the set so far.
1: Yeah, dude. did. Because I'm
0: smart. (laughs) (laughs) So once again, we're going to have a wonderful game of Tim wins. Yeah, I can't wait. God, I'm just going to be so mad as we get down to the very bottom. At least there's no dinosaurs in this one. There is a dragon, though. There's a dragon, but there's no
1: dinosaurs. It's going to the finals.
0: Of course it is. (laughs) I hope it goes against. I hope the dragon goes against
1: your other card the whole way. I'd be okay with that. (laughs) All my cards. Let's just say all my cards win, Chris. Uh Uh
0: Yeah. All right. I'm
2: starting the bracket. Did you already hit? Nope, I didn't hit shuffle. You saved it. Oh, no. Uh, uh. No. Oh, no. Oof. Oh, boy. No. On the bracket information tab. Reset bracket. Oh,
0: thank God. Okay. Okay. All right, you guys know how we like to do it. I'm hitting shuffle here right now in the bracket. Tim's watching. He's going to tell me to stop when he's ready for me to stop.
1: Yeah, but he always gets like three clicks in after I stop.
0: Uh Uh-huh. I'm going to do very
2: good. That was pretty good that time. That was two. That was like one click. All right, save. Oh, I already know the winner of the first one.
1: Yeah, I do too.
0: Yeah, you're going to pick the winner. And it's going to be stupid, even though... Anyway,
1: all right. No, no, <laughs> Chris. This is not the one that I'm gonna argue with.
0: <laughs> oh really? Okay, great.
1: No, that's well. I agree with this one.
0: Oh wow, okay. Well let's read it out. Tim, who's the first one's your card? Yep.
1: Um all right, so the first one up is Anzarag the Quake Mole. Which, if we were just going off names alone, it would win. But that's not how we do it. Two red-green for an 8-4 mole god. <laughs> they've been going is, in on... What is Gruul doing? They've been going in on the gods lately. Like, I there's been so been. many god sets. They have been. Or not sets, but, like, god cards. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just saw the one next to it. And that's also a fun... The, Elf Ooze Wizard.
0: <laughs> yeah, Vanifar. She's, she's special.
1: Yeah. Okay, anyway, back to Anzrog the Quake Mole. Whenever Anzrog the Quake Mole, becomes blocked, untap each creature you control. After this combat phase, there's an additional combat phase, and you can pay three red, red, green, green. And Anzrog must be blocked each combat this turn, if able. I think that's pretty good. I mean, he passes the bear test
0: and 8-4 four for four mana.
1: He, yeah, he smashes the bear test.
0: Now, I think this is important, though. His clause does not say this can only be once per turn. So if you can figure out a way to give him indestructible and pay that seven mana.
2: hmm
0: You just swinging for the fences, my guy
1: absolutely you're giving things indestructible in Gruul. actually, actually just it's not tough at all it's <laughs> tough at all no <laughs> not tough at all also i didn't need to add the qualifier in gruel it is not hard to give things indestructible period. period
0: like he's yeah fair yeah you figure out a way to kaya's ghost form not kaya's ghost form i don't know something else there's plenty of ways in gruel to give indestructible
1: and then you go swinging for the fences absolutely and he he's gonna kill most things that's blocking him
2: correct right Mm -hmm.
1: so give he give him trample for just a little added benefit you know Ooh, ooh, i like it he i feel like he would be a good uh gruel um voltron commander
0: oh for sure get him some
1: swords yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Why wouldn't
1: the mole need some He's swords? Quake mole just dual wielding sword <laughs> burst from the ground like raw.
0: Well, no, actually that's not good because then he'll have protection from all the creatures that your opponents have, because of all the sword protections. So he doesn't want swords. True. He doesn't well, you can give him Okay, fine. Give him Hammers, a sword. Give him a, hammer. Aluxus, oh, oh, give him hammer. a Colossidon
1: <laughs> hammer. Yeah. Or Colossus Hammer. Colossus Hammer, yeah. Colossus Hammer. There it is. I think he's really good, but I don't think he's better than who he's up against.
0: Correct. He's up against probably who one of my favorite legendaries from the set. And that is Massacre Girl. Known Killer. Two black black for four four human assassin. Menace. Creatures you control have wither. Mm-hmm. they're bringing back wither baby and whenever a creature an opponent controls dies if it's toughness was less than one draw a card
2: oh my yeah. god getting wither back is insane what are they thinking <laughs> I'm so
0: happy
1: was wither when did wither come out
0: it's been a while
2: it's I, Oh gosh. Uh hold on, let me go look it up. MTG wither. Shadowmore. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's it's been a hot
0: minute. It's been almost 15 years since wither has been out. There are 26 cards currently with the wither ability on them. For now example, it's infinite. Now, now everything has wither. Yeah. And then the fact that she also, whenever, basically she says, whenever a creature in opponent controls dies, draw a card because of her wither ability.
2: Uh, yes,
1: but so not any, anytime, like a creature, anytime a creature,
0: anytime a creature in opponent controls dies due to combat damage. Yes, exactly. Draw yeah. a card.
1: Or is dealt damage from, from like a spell or something.
0: Oh, sure. If you do like the, what's that? Oh, what's the one that's like, you know. I can't remember the name of it, but it's, it's got the creatures get minus three, minus three. If it's hell bent, it gets minus 13, minus 13.
1: Does, does the, does the toughness of a creature change after it takes damage?
2: No, it just takes damage.
1: And just if the damage is greater than its toughness, or equal to its toughness, it dies. Equal
0: or more, yeah, exactly. But okay. whether the minus one minus ones do innately decrease its toughness, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, if I were just to do four damage to a creature, it's still got a toughness of three.
1: Uh, yeah. I mean, this is I love she, it. she's so good. I, I love she's it. going in a tracks out immediately,
0: as she should. You're going to be proliferating a lot with her yeah buddy <laughs> oh she she proliferating I love the mm-hmm. flavor text on R2 did I do it you'll have to be more specific mm. I also want to know like it's kind of heavily implied that her literal name is Massacre Girl yes like when she was born did her mother look at her and be like hmm she will kill millions
1: I like to think yes <laughs>
0: I wonder if Wizards like on the first Massacre Girl Made her legendary and was like Whoops that's her name now
1: (laughs) Do do you think her first name is Massacre And last name is Girl
0: Yeah she comes from the clan of Girl
1: Yeah uh, please sir Mr. Girl is my father
0: (laughs) (laughs) I want to go ahead and say our, our, Our cute little lady Massacre Girl is the winner Yeah Alright, oh, next one, both are mine. Would you like to read the first or the second one?
2: I'll let you pick.
0: Uh, I'll read the second one. Okay,
1: I don't know where the first one is. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just uh, got it. Okay. Or, nope, no I didn't. It's mono blue. Oh, it's mono blue.
2: Case of the Ransacked Lab... Two and a blue
1: for a case. An equipment, or sorry, enchantment case. Instant and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast. Pretty good. And then to solve, you've cast, sorry, and to solve it, you've cast four or more instants and sorcery spells this turn. And then when it's solved, it says whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, draw a card. Is it players are creaming their genes right now?
0: Talran players
1: have literally exploded.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's kind of neat. So the only the only drawback to solving a case is it has to be in your end step. Yes, right. You can't like solve a case in another player's end step. That is fair. So you know you can't just sit there and I counter the next four spells you cast. Oh, <laughs> 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 I solve the case. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed that the art kind of looks like a skull if you squint a little bit?
1: Oh, a little bit. I didn't notice that. that. Yeah. I
0: just I noticed it while I'm going blind over here.
2: Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little
1: bit. Also looks like the thing in the middle is a skull. I don't can't quite tell what it is, but oh,
0: maybe. I mean, so this gives me a lot of like demulich vibes with the the four the four instants or sorceries. And yeah. honestly, if you get like a nice little thing popping off with like opt and ponder and all those, it's pretty easy to cast four sorceries in one turn.
2: hmm
0: Or instants and sorceries. And then the fact
2: that basically all instants and sorceries replace themselves, count me in. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's my, as of right now, my most favorite case. I think
0: I really' need to I've make read, it, which is
2: yeah.
1: uh,
0: you know. I really need to make a spell slinging deck.
2: You have a spell slinging deck. No, I don't. Are I you mean,
0: calling wart spell slinging? Kinda. No, that's a that's a that's a copy deck.
1: okay. Tim, that's not a creature deck, that's a creature token deck. No. It's <laughs> you sh you're casting a lot of spells and then copying them and then casting them again. Tim,
0: everything you cast is a spell.
1: It's you're slinging spells.
0: Uh-huh. I'm talking like I need to build a mono blue spell slinger.
1: I don't Counter I
0: spells, do. draw. Gross. No. Oh, it's gonna be great. Anyway, <laughs> so this one's up against Undergrowth Recon, another enchantment. One green-green for an enchantment. At the beginning of your upkeep, return target land card from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped.
1: Fetch lands.
0: Yeah, fetch lands. Uh, really, any sacrifice lands. Evolving Wilds, myriad mm. Landscape. Uh, one, One that I've actually, I have become recently fond of. I played it in my Carmen deck, and it's awesome in there. Treasure Vault.
1: Uh, I don't even know if I know that one.
0: So it's it's just a, it's a land tap for a colorless or X X and tap sack it make X treasures. Oh, that's good. Right. So you got nothing else to do. Might as well make a lot of treasures. Carmen can get it yep. back. So like this will let you get it back too. It's a pretty good enchantment, I think. It's the nice part about it is it does enter tapped, but. It allows you to essentially play two lands in one turn, so it's gonna—it's some kind yeah. of
2: form of ramp.
0: But it's also really good against you know protection. Let's say somebody plays like what this would be really annoying with is like a, a glacial chasm, where you don't have to pay the upkeep. It goes to the graveyard, and then you have this return.
2: You order. No, the they're both at the beginning.
1: You order the triggers. No, but you would have to, they, they both happen at the same time, but you can't target the, the thing because it's not in the graveyard yet, You right? pick the
0: triggers, right? So you, you order the triggers at the beginning of your upkeep, mm-hmm. where you don't pay, and so, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, Is yeah. It, yeah. it isn't in the graveyard at the time. Yes. Okay, that's fair. But maybe somebody blows up your maze of Ith and you can get it back.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. And you can get the the glacial chasm back the next turn. You know, yeah, the next exactly. time so
0: just every alternate turn. So you just play, you know, angel's presence, and then the other turn you have glacial chasm. Nobody touches you. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of really good ideas here, Tim.
1: You could also play. Um, what's that one enchantment? Uh, for I'm gonna draw a blank on it, but it's an enchantment that lets crucible of the of worlds.
0: That's the you can play lands from
1: your graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, so you just have both.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, genius.
1: <laughs> I I like this card, but I think this card as far as ramp goes is pretty slow. Unless you have That's the fair. specific scenario of you've had you've used a fetch land already. That's
0: fair. I mean, what what this card is going to be really really good and I feel like is any any deck that really likes running emulative vigor?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um any lands yeah. matters deck. This is great. Oh, yeah. like Lord, Oh, oh yeah. Grace.
0: Throw this in there. Absolutely. Wing grace would love this for sure. Yeah. And it's nice that it says any land. It doesn't have to just be a basic. I, I feel like this is that card. This is like the bootleggers stash of this set that we're yeah. going to like rate really highly. And then just nobody ends up playing it.
1: I well, I think it, for me, it'll be the opposite. I'm rating this a little bit on the lower end. I still think it's good. Mm-hmm. But I don't, it's not giving me uh, bootlegger stash vibes. Mm. And if, I, if I'm going to vote, I think the uh, case of the ransacked lab does more for more, more decks than this one does. Wow. I, I feel dirty. I feel what? gross.
0: Tim, are you picking the blue card over green?
1: No, you know what? You're right. Go.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, look, we're doing case of the ransack lab. You heard it here, folks. Tim is a blue boy now.
1: Oh, God. Kill me.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. All right. These both are mine again. Man, you're really going to have to be eliminating your own cards. It's going to be funny.
1: I think the next one is too, isn't it?
0: Yeah. The next one's mine too. And this one, I think this might be a tough one to discuss. I'll do the first one this time. We should have mixed better. Well, you picked.
2: What do you mean? Well, you, you told me to stop shuffling. Oh, well, I guess, but I blame you. Whatever. Here we go. All right, so the first one is Yaros
0: Roar of the Gods. Two red-green for a legendary creature, Centaur Druid, 4-4. Other creatures you control have haste. Whenever one or more face-down creatures you control deal combat damage to a player, draw a card. Whenever a face down creature you control dies, return it to the battlefield face up under its owner's control if it's a permanent card. Then turn it face up. You
1: you said that wrong, I think, but you said return it to the battlefield face up under its owner's control. Oh, I'm
0: sorry. Okay, so it's whenever a face down creature you control dies, return it to the battlefield face down under its owner's control if it's a permanent card then turn it face up. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. I bad read. I no good English bad.
1: So do. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, but that card's incredible. Again, that, they that's really, really good. Yeah. They really knocked it out of the park with gruel this set. Yeah. You know, even though Anzrag was
1: out round one.
2: He got unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: He got unlucky.
1: I think if he had been going against the, the last two we read, he had a better chance.
0: That's fair. Uh, I, I really like Yaris. I like the fact that he he's interesting because the downside is you don't get any kind of like ETB triggers, but you're really going to, want to play things that have disguise or morph with him. Things that you want to yeah. have turned faced up that give you benefit. Mm-hmm. But like. The fact that he gives everything haste, it 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 puts it puts a hard it puts a hard decision on, uh the the opponent right, mm-hmm. because it's like okay, well I could let him swing through deal damage. It's only two damage, but he gets to draw a card, which is yeah. not good. Or like, what if he had cloaked a Blightsteel steel colossus? Yeah, you know what I he's, mean.
1: He's pure upside. Like exactly. the only way the opponent or the or the his controller whiffs is if you morphed something that you really don't care about, and then got to bring it back. But then you still get to bring it back, yeah. right? Like well, you still get it.
0: Yeah, and it says it says whenever it doesn't have to be like a combat damage. Literally, yeah. I could manifest something, sacrifice it to Ashnod's altar. I can I can get like a blight still colossus for like three mana with this guy. Yeah, that's crazy net yeah, one no. mana
1: because of astronauts yeah yeah he's cool. he's really good i like him and i think he's a cool commander he's an interesting commander because i feel like morph and and that tends like manifest has been a lot of like colorless i'm pretty sure and uh manifest is mostly blue was it i feel like
0: Manifest is a lot of blue. Like reality reality shift was a manifest card.
2: No, that's but a fair.
0: lot a lot of morph is like blue and colorless and
1: Yeah. But anyway, like the this is just a new way. And like and it just it's pure upside in my mind. You know, oh, yeah. oh, you yeah. either get to draw a card or you just get your creature back, you know.
0: Exactly. And he passes the bear test.
1: He does. He's
0: a four four for four.
1: You know what? Uh, screw the Quake mole Build him Tron. Don't use morph.
0: <laughs> <Just> build his <laughs> Tron. What's it up against?
1: Uh, it is up against Barbed Servitor, and I will tell you what that is once I find it. Oh, here it is. Mont- Not black. Yep, three and a black for a one-one construct fails the bear test. <laughs> yeah, it does but it has indestructible and it says when it enters the battlefield suspect it which means it has menace and can't block
0: we forget did to we... talk about suspect
1: <laughs> <laughs> i included that we really did
0: oh god uh suspect is pretty straightforward it has menace and it can't block that's all it does yay yay <laughs> uh,
1: whenever, <laughs> <laughs> whenever barb servitor deals combat damage to a player you draw a card and you lose one life Whenever Barb Servitor is dealt damage, target opponent loses that much life. So, that's really the, the other thing. It's like,
0: literally I, the same exact thing as Yeros' ability, just in black. This is, like, this is yeah. set stuffy doll.
1: It's, it's just very good because they have to block it. But they're going to be blocking it with small things that aren't going to do a lot of damage. So, it's like, do remember, I want to take... Remember,
0: it also has Menace.
1: Oh that's right. Yeah, you suspect it. So how does does suspect do you lose suspect in any way? Like is it like monarch?
0: Is just No, it just is always suspected.
1: Okay. So yeah, I mean it's got menace. So it's like, do you want to let them draw a card and then they lose one life? Or do and you take one life?
0: No matter what, you're if he attacks, you're losing a life no matter what you do. Yes. At a minimum, right? At a minimum. So either do you lose a 1-1 chump blocker or do you let your opponent draw a card?
1: He's definitely the best artifact of the set. I gotta say, the artifacts aren't that good. I was gonna say, that's not saying much.
0: There's a, cool, think- there's a cool artifact creature, Thopter, which we didn't cover. We're not having an art. It's Buzz Crutcher. Why yeah. Krenko has a giant flying insect Thopter, I don't know. Because he can.
1: I guess. Duh.
0: You're right. But no, mm-hmm. I really, li- I think Barb Servitor is the best, like you said,
2: definitely the best artifact creature in the set. Um, yeah. I, mm, I like him, but I think I gotta go with Yaris. You think so? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, I think I just like Yaris more. I think, um, I, he's like, he's a whole commander, you know? That's like That's true. He,
0: like barb servitor is going to be great in your stuffy doll decks yes. but i'm already sitting here thinking brewing different ways to make
1: yaros work it, exactly yeah now tim
0: i hope yaros isn't going to suffer from the Satoru umizawa huh how like you built that deck and it only popped off like once every 10 times kind of thing
1: i i guess it is a similar thing but he he loses the like yaris is good and has different upsides to Sitaru umizawa yeah but Sitaru umizawa if he pops off you're probably dying right yaris sure. you're getting you're getting the blight steel but you're not swinging with that blight steel that turn unless, unless you, you can
0: fu- figure out a way to sack it before it attacks
1: true yeah but no you but know. then when it comes in won't it have summoning sickness
0: no, because it's being put onto the battlefield, and he also gives other creatures haste.
1: So, when you morph, does that not give the morphed creature summoning sickness?
0: If, I mean, on the turn that it entered the battlefield, sure. But okay, when, so
1: if, if it, say you morph him on there, right, uh-huh. and so he's he's face down, and you sack him, send him to the graveyard, then bring him back with Yaris, mm-hmm. is he, he doesn't have summoning sickness like the because he's Yaris, not the creature Yaris that
0: gives all creatures haste.
1: Oh, I I forgot about that. Yeah, Yeros gives all
0: other creatures haste. So yeah, you're swinging that turn if you can sacrifice them.
2: Yeah, you can sacrifice it before combat, you're swinging. It's fair. Okay. Secret artifact creature deck with Yeros? (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Hmm. 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 All right. Next up. Yeah.
1: Which one do you want to read? Because both of these are, well, these
2: are mine again. again. What the Which heck? means we're going
1: to have three in a row of just me. Good.
0: We're going to get rid of your crappy cards. Uh, I'll read the second
2: one. The second one? Okay. Yeah, because the first one is fun. And you get the fun one, Tim. <laughs> I guess it's fun.
1: It's, it's fine. <laughs> um, it's Leyline of the Guild Pack. Costs green or white, green or blue.
2: Black or green, red or green. I think I got that. You got yeah. that right. Um, it's an
1: enchantment, obviously, because it's a ley line. And it says, if ley line of the guild pact is in your opening hand, you may begin the game with it on the battlefield. Each non-land permanent you control is all colors. Lands you control are every basic land type in addition to their other types.
0: What a stupid, fun card. Mono green ley line that gives all colors.
2: I love it. It's, yeah, I mean, it's good, right? Like, if you have this in your opening hand,
1: that's, you're going to be so far ahead of everybody else. There's no mana fixing. Well.
0: I guess you're fixing your mana because you could just literally dump out a bunch of mountains. Yeah, it does
1: not matter what you have in your hand, as long as you have lands.
0: Yeah, but this certainly feels like a feel bads card later in the game.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like you draw this like turn 10. You're like, I don't care. Okay. Oh, great. Yeah. And if you I- needed this turn 10, you were not going to win. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I love this card because I think it's so funny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like like anybody who plays like a lay line on the beginning of the game, you're just like, oh, someone plays this at the beginning of the game. You're just like, okay. Yeah. Cool.
1: All right, we'll see how this goes. Could be. <laughs> it's definitely like good, right? Like, that is a good ability to have in the beginning yeah. of the game. Yeah. But, like you said, it. it After turn rams five, down.
0: it ramps off. Yeah. So, it's up against Urgent Necropsy. Two black, green for an instant. As an additional cost to cast this spell, collect evidence X where X is the total mana value of the permanence this spell targets. Destroy up to one target artifact, up to one target creature, up to one target enchantment,
2: and up to one target Planeswalker. Hmm. I mean, so the That's nice thing good. about... Exactly. So the nice thing about this
0: is it gives you the option, right? Now, granted, it's not really good early, like an Assassin's Trophy or something like that, but if you're a late game, and you got to take care of your opponent's board state this is a really good card to do it with
1: yeah and honestly you destroy three things for an additional three mana value being exiled that's pretty good right i'll take
0: that rate yeah yeah you could like like think about it right you blow up your opponent's esper sentinel you blow up a soul ring and and you blow up i don't know a teferi time raveler
1: a Leyline of the Guild Pack. A Leyline of the
0: Guild Pack, right? For five <laughs> mana? Or for five evidence in my graveyard? And you're already in... Easy. <laughs> easy. You're in Golgari. Your graveyard's full of shit.
1: I think Max... It's max is four, right? Artifact, creature... Well, no, champ. X yeah. is
0: the total mana value of the permanence you target.
1: Total mana value. Oh, okay. I yeah. was reading that incorrectly. Just okay, total so number
0: of targets? No, it's yeah. That it's could total be hefty. Mana value. It can be hefty, but also... Yeah. It's not that bad. So one no. of the things one of the things that makes a card like Decimate not that good is you need in order to cast, let me say it. Again. In order to cast Decimate, it has to have like legal targets. The nice thing about this is it's so situational that you're always going to have a legal target. You know what I mean? Yeah, fair. You know? And so I think it's a good it's a good removal card.
1: I think it I think it is good, but it scales. Oh, you know what? Actually I don't know that it is, right? Like cuz it's destroy. If it were exile absolutely. But like you have to pay, say you want to destroy someone's um I guess esper sentinels, what? One white. Just one white. Yeah, so that's not terrible. You get rid of the 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 high value, low mana value cards.
0: Yeah. This, the th- where this card is going to excel at is it's because of how flexible it is, right? Like, if I were to do yeah. something like Generous Gift, to do what this card does, I would need to have four Generous Gifts, right?
2: True. That's 12 but,
1: mana. But in this case, you would need to have four Generous gift or like the, the one card, but then the mana value. So whatever that is, right? Sure, which...
0: Again, you just, you just kind of have some self-mill. You dump a bunch of expensive stuff in your graveyard. You're, yeah. you're getting rid of whatever you want. Sure, it doesn't get rid of Hexproof or Indestructible or anything like that. But, yeah, yeah. You know.
1: No, I, you're I a, think your you're right. Is...
0: Your graveyard's full. It's better than Leyline.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no.
2: <laughs> but I don't That's see it getting passed around two.
0: <laughs> That's fair. Uh, no, it's not going to get past around two. All right, Tim, next one's both yours. Which one do you want? Um, which are you just going to give me all the ones that you already know you're going to have lose?
1: Is that not what you did to me? No. Uh, I think the only one I did was Case of the Ransacked Lab. You did Yaris and you did Urgent Necropsy. So.
0: Well, I picked Yaris because the, the image we're looking at is currently in Japanese and I think you'd have a hard time finding it, so I knew
1: where it was. But you found it pretty quickly. I'm very proud of you. It looked like genuinely I was looking at the cards and I was like, Oh, this is probably (laughs) (laughs) it. This must be him. It is. Yeah. When you said centaur holding a sword on fire and you said roar of the gods, I was like, he looks like he's roaring. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll do, I'll do the first one.
2: Okay. All right.
1: So the first one is the pride of Hull clade cost 10 and a green. For a legendary Crocodile Elk Turtle, which is fantastic, uh, with power two and toughness 15, it says this spell costs X less to cast, where X is the total toughness of creatures you control. It's got Defender, and it says two, blue blue, until end of turn, target creature you control gets plus one, plus oh, and gains whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw cards equal to its toughness, and can attack as though it didn't have Defender. That's
2: Simic. What are you doing?
1: Simic? Yeah, I don't understand.
0: What are you doing?
1: But also like kind of fun. It's the only uh
2: contender to a wall deck that Arcades has. You know what's kind of funny? I I think if you were to double pump the pride of Hulk
0: he would get two instances of whenever this creature deals combat damage to a player, draw cards equal to its toughness. Yeah. He would draw 30 cards.
1: If, just give him, give him double strike somehow. Just give him one you artifact. You gotta deck
0: yourself. Oh, a lab maniac tech. Right here, baby.
1: It's, you've got blue, Chris. <laughs> oh, Tim. You're giving me ideas again. Yeah, I, he's interesting. Like He's kind of weird. He is very weird. I'll give you that. He's defender. you have to do damage, right? So there's a lot of things that like you gotta he get chump blocked, even if it had trample, it's got defender, so it's probably only got like two power and like yeah. twelve toughness. but
0: I mean, you can also like by turn three cast him for like four mana. Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean So you're yeah. casting him on turn four, turn five on curve.
1: and if he's your commander. You can reduce this amount by just having even more crap out there with big butts. That's buds. right,
0: even more.
1: Yeah. So, I think he's fun. I think he's interesting. Um, is he like the strongest card in the set? Not by a long shot.
0: This is one of those cards that you know some dude was like, like
2: high off his ass, being like, "What if we combined a crocodile with an elk and a turtle?" <laughs>
0: And the, and, lead designers, like, out
2: and the lead cool. designer's
0: like, you know what? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah okay, okay, okay. I look like, at I him. Like, I like what you're doing with that. Pass that bowl. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's keep cooking. All right. Okay, so tell me that, he's not interesting.
0: Yeah, he was very interesting. I think he's yeah. fun. I think he's straight into any Arcadis deck. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the card that it's going to beat out is Prof's Eidetic Memory. <laughs> One and a blue for a legendary enchantment. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card. You have no maximum hand size. At the beginning of combat on your turn, if you've drawn more than one card this turn, put X plus one plus one counters on target creature you control, where X is the number of cards you've drawn this turn minus one. That's a lot of words. It is a lot of words. I mean, it's a cool card to have one of the blue for no maximum hand size and it replaces itself like just right there. That's not that bad of a rate.
1: This I think if you take this card and you take case of the ransacked lab, your Talran deck is going to be vicious cooking. Am I going to have to build Talran now? Oh God! I'm.
0: Uh, why are you doing this to me, Tim? I'm not. You do this to yourself. Well, I'm building a <laughs> mono blue Talran deck. I've done gruntless. this to yourself. <laughs> oh God! I'm gonna build like
2: two decks out of this set. Uh, I'm, there's things cooking up top here, buddy. Yeah, I think it's. I think it's a good uh,
1: spell slinger card, just like Case of the Ransack. Oh card. yeah. Oh yeah. And honestly,
0: I think if it were my opinion, Tim. Croft's idic memory, Idetic memory would win this Eidetic. round. Um, because I would put that in more decks than I would the Pride of Holclade.
2: Yeah,
1: and sometimes we use that as a reasoning. But
0: this is your this is your battle,
1: mm-hmm. so I'll let you pick. No, this even though that these are both are my cards, we still have a joint effort to say who wins.
0: You're right. And I think it's Proft's eidetic memory.
2: Yes, but with the asterisk that it's more boring. (laughs)
0: Can I put a comment? No, I can't add comments. Sorry. Oh, I can put extra. Oh, that's cool. Now it's got, okay. Well, apparently this one has an extra score to it now. (laughs) It's 10 It won the first
1: set, but then lost a tide? I don't know. It did. All right, next up. Which
0: one do you, I, I take it you're gonna want the second one. So I'll read the first one.
1: Right, well, hold on. I get to choose. Chris. All right. Which was the first one? Hold please. Uh where are you? Yep, it's a sorcery. It's an instant. <laughs> okay. It's an instant. Oh, it's an instant. Okay. Um, if you can find it first, you can read it.
0: <laughs> well, I'm here. That's how I knew it was an instant. Okay. The, the first one this round is treacherous greed. One white black for an instant. As an additional cost to cast this spell, sacrifice a creature that dealt damage this turn. Draw three cards. Each opponent loses three life, and you gain three life.
2: Easiest trade of my life. (laughs) What are you talking about, man? You still got to do combat damage. Oh, what? You the- you throw a little one one
1: token out there. It doesn't say to a player. It just says dealt combat damage.
2: Yeah, but to what? Because that's Anything. gonna die the blockers. You, it's an instant. Yeah, it still has to do the damage, <sighs> and you have to be able to sacrifice it.
0: Actually,
1: no, that's a good point.
0: <laughs> I see the the wheels spinning in Tim right now. He's cooking.
1: Does it? Do, does it do damage? before it dies can you respond to it dealing damage i forget
0: no No. you used to be able to and then damage is no longer on the stack
1: that's right they changed it
0: years ago ago. well before you started playing magic
1: no but we've talked about this before so that's why i'm saying yes yes. damage
0: is not on the stack so you're gonna have to get through with that damage and it's gonna have to live Hmm. So you're gonna have to do one of those like, hey, don't block my one-one chump blocker.
1: Wow, this is looking real good for the next card. <laughs> <laughs> I I
0: I think I mean it's a great rate, three mana to do that. The problem is it's so situational.
1: It I still think it's gonna be good in an Orzov token deck. <laughs> because oh, yeah, it's, it's mo- most likely something's getting through a little one, one.
0: Yeah. 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 I mean, you're, you're playing the numbers game here.
1: Yeah. If I attack exactly. you with
0: six creatures and mm-hmm. you only have four creatures, I'll give up one of my creatures to be able to play the spell and get three cards.
1: I, I think it is situational, but I think it's easier to have happen. Cause how often do you just like say, yeah, let it through. I'm not going to block it. I don't care. Often to lose enough. Two-.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Often enough. Yeah. What's it up against? The winner. Yeah, the winner. <laughs> um, it is up against...
1: Uh, still scrolling. Rakdos, patron of chaos. Uh, just before we even get into the card. Like, the text, the art is so that's, good.
0: That's some good art.
1: Yeah. Uh, for black, red, for a 6-6 legendary demon with flying and trample at the beginning of your end step target opponent may sacrifice two non land non-token permanents. if they don't you draw two cards i love that that's it, so dirty
0: it is dirty but it's like also i don't know like it's so simple for a Rakdos.
1: but but that i think that's good though right
0: it like, is it is good, which is why it's boring, but I also think it's obviously way better. It's a very good card.
2: I think it's
1: it's very good, because specifically for the two non-land, non-token permanents. You are not getting away with just sacrificing this little rinky-dink token you made you're not going to sacrifice a clue token you're not going to sacrifice a food you have to get rid of something you gotta get
0: rid of your yeah your 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 jingataxis you know yeah you gotta get rid of your meat yeah no sacrificing treasures to the god of chaos
1: yeah right like it's i like it opponents will hate it oh yeah (laughs) But it doesn't. It doesn't have any trigger. It's just your end step. It's not like if if a if a creature you control died this turn, which is a big thing that Rakdos need, likes, or if you lost life. It's just hey, end step. Get rid of two things, or I draw two cards. Screw you. Is it,
0: uh, is it a target opponent or every opponent? Target, target opponent. So you can, only, you can only really stack two things. But at the end of the day, that's still really good.
1: Yeah, but it's still two. It's it's most likely you're going to be drawing the cards.
0: Oh right? right, yeah. Oh yeah. So you're like and and in these colors, you got to be able to do that.
1: You need that. He is absolutely going in my Rakdos deck. As he should,
0: because he's Rakdos.
1: Well, yeah, for flavor and for value.
0: Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and say Rakdos wins this one. Yeah. We'll put his score to 666.
1: Oh, that's that's good. That's smart. He won all three (laughs) sets. (laughs) Classic.
0: Alright, next up. Which one do you want?
1: Um, I will do...
0: Oh, do oh, I'll do the I'll really do first stuff. one, because the second one's going to be the final winner. <laughs> Why even bother? Why even I read out the know. first one? I
1: don't know, man! <laughs> Alright,
0: first card, Outrageous Robbery. X black black for an instant. Target opponent exiles the top X cards of their library face down. You may look at and play those cards for as long as they remain exiled. If you cast a spell this way, you may spend mana as though we're, or were mana of any type to cast it. I mean, number one, every Umbris player is drooling right now.
1: Yeah. That card is crazy. That card is so good. For honestly, Umbris obviously has the extra value. That card is just good in like any black deck.
0: Yeah, I got I got like bunch of rocks i can exile the top 15 cards your library and then also get them yeah you know like it's a it's a new infinite mana outlet yep granted it's single player removal but
1: still yeah but you could still remove somebody
0: yeah like this is the kind of card this is going to be that bomb and limited when it's like one of those games that you just kind of drag out forever Mm -hmm. you're like hey you know what i'll just exile the next 15 cards your library
1: yeah (laughs) Later, nerd. (laughs) Eat it. It's just, I think it's very, very good in pretty much any situation.
0: It's... It's making mill better, baby.
1: But it's not, it's mill, but with extra things to make mill good.
0: Yeah, but it's still going in mill
1: decks. Also, it's exile, so it's not really, well, I guess it it will go in mill decks anyway. Because mills just kind of have taken taken other th- keywords and made it a part of mill because mill needed right. all the help it could get
0: mill is love mill is like, life.
1: And and when it says you can play them and look at them for as long as they remain exiled. So it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't have to stick around. You just get those cards. Now you have an extra hand.
0: That's literally X black, black draw X of your opponent's deck.
1: Y- yeah. <laughs> so- interactable your opponent can't do anything to those cards
0: that's yeah well they could counter it when you cast it when,
1: when you cast it right but they can't make you make you discard yeah. them you can't that's like true. they can't thought seize the, you
0: the only the only downside is they know what's there because you have to be able to play it open right like because your exile
1: no. is known target no 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 you may look at the the look at and play those cards that makes me think that it's not known because you exile well, them face oh, down. No,
0: Ota- oh, you're right. It is face down. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, they
1: don't know what you have.
0: You just exile the top of their cards, and you're like, what the hell am I going to play? Who knows? It's your cards.
1: <laughs> you, you don't know your deck in order? Good. That would be cheating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, you mana-weaved? Yeah. Okay, I, I completely forgot about the, the face down part. That's, that's crazy
1: yeah it's so good
0: <laughs> x red red draw x of your or x black black draw mm-hmm. x of your opponent's cards yeah what is this <laughs> why
1: what is why it's rare <laughs>
0: yeah i hope to get one of these bad boys
1: i'm so mad that this card is going up against incinerator and not you know on Rog or someone like on, on Zrag <laughs> on Zrag whatever
0: Go ahead. Read Layline
1: out incinerator. Gu- it could have gone against Leyline and the Guild Pack, but it didn't. All right, Incinerator of the Guilty, uh, four red red for a six six dragon with flying and trample. Says whenever Incinerator of the Guilty deals combat damage to a player, you may collect evidence X. When you do, Incinerator of the Guilty deals X damage to each creature and each planeswalker that player controls.
0: It's basically a one sided board wipe. Yeah. Also, flying whoever- trample. Whoever named this card did not have to go that that like metal in the name. Like, Incinerator
1: of the Guilty. God,
0: what a great name. It's so good. It's such a badass name. I mean, it's a dragon with set mechanics.
1: And it's an absolutely, it's an absolute travesty. It loses to the, one of the best cards of the set. Immediately, round one.
2: <laughs> what, Outrageous Robbery? Yeah. Oh, you're saying outright it's oh it's it, it okay incinerator of the guilty is going to
1: lose round one, but freaking case of the ransacked le- or no urgent necropsy is going through.
0: <laughs> oh, you're thinking outrageous robbery is better.
2: Oh yeah, objectively better. Really? Oh, uh, I really thought incinerator was going to go the whole way. No, but outrageous wow. might. <laughs> Wow.
1: Wow. 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 No, gonna... I won it. It's really good, right? If it were going up against most other cards, it probably would have won in my mind. Can I do this?
0: Ha ha. Outrageous robbery gets six. Incinerator gets seven, but outrageous robbery wins. <laughs> <laughs> Technicality. Right. Incinerator gets a nine, so the score is six to nine. Hell <laughs> yeah. I'm mature. All right, the last one, Tim's not even going to let me read this card, but I'm going to get it out real quick. This is the final one that's Tim versus me. Mm-hmm. Uh, first card is Doorkeeper Thrall. One and a white for a one-two thrall. Flash, flying, artifacts, and creatures entering the battlefield
2: don't cause abilities to trigger. Oh, yeah, another Hushbringer, baby. And it's got yes. flash! And it's got flash!
1: That's disgusting.
2: Oh, it's <laughs> so good! Oh, Why?
1: Why, Ugh. Do you, why does wizards hate <laughs> fun? <laughs> what? There's
0: <laughs> other things that you don't have. It's only ETBs.
1: I, yeah, but then you pair it with uh, the other one that uh, says uh, just, you can't activate abilities or triggers. Blah, 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 blah.
0: This card is literally
2: just, it should be called Fuck Yerok Thrall. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, he's he's Fuck Everything Thrall. Th- fuck Fun Thrall. <laughs>
0: it's interesting, too. It's kind of fun because since he's only on ATB effects, right, and the flavor text is Parties at Karlov Manor are strictly invitation only. I like that because uh, Tessa Karlov is all about creatures dying, and he doesn't stop that. He only yeah. stops entering. You gotta, yeah. pay the, you gotta pay the troll toll, Tim.
1: Yeah, but you can get in. <laughs>
0: you can get in, you just gotta pay the troll toll. And yeah. Once you're in, you can die.
1: And, and frankly, my master hopes that you do.
0: That's right. What's it up against?
1: It is up against Vane Ripper. The second most metal name. <laughs> no kidding. Uh, three, black, black, black. For a 6-5 vampire assassin with flying, and ward, sacrifice a creature. Whenever a creature dies, target opponent loses
2: 2 life, and you gain 2 life. So it's like a...
1: It's Blood I Artist. It's blood I wouldn't say it's better or worse than Blood Artist, because they both have very big drawbacks and, and pluses.
2: Blood I, Arist is
1: cheap, but easy to remove.
0: The the problem is if I'm gonna be playing a deck that wants to run cards like this, it's an aristocrat's deck and everything is gonna be cheap.
1: This that's thing true. is six mana. It's six mana. That's that and it's three black pips, right? So it's not even like five and a
0: black. It's like a win more card. That's yeah. that's my problem with it. Is it a great ability? Sure. Right? Like Sure, getting to do two damage and heal two life is great. If you can figure out some kind of like, it does. I guess my problem is it doesn't add anything new to that aristocrat's deck. No, to be fair. Just... Also, doorkeeper thrall adds nothing to the pillow fort.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Right? Can we pick no winner? <laughs> 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 just
0: automatically put outrageous robbery through.
1: Well, okay. If we're being honest,
0: it scores. <laughs> oh, we can't.
1: Darn it. Hang on, click. Yeah, click out. No,
0: we can't. <laughs>
2: no,
0: nah, we can't. There has Damn. to be somebody. Yeah. All right. Well,
2: I oh,
0: oh, I pick Vane Ripper. Congratulations. Vane Ripper went through.
1: Oh, that's weird. Okay.
0: Because <laughs> I think I put the score on Vane Ripper first. Honestly, it doesn't oh. matter because outrageous. <laughs> n- th- yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm taking the win on Doorkeeper Throw because I'm doing the board. That's fair. All right. Uh, moving into the second round, and now we're into the episode.
2: This is how I'm, it always goes. We yeah, like have through these yeah. last ones because
0: I mean, you've already read the cards, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, I'm gonna go Girl. ahead and say Massacre Girl. That's really no question there.
1: Overcase of the Ransack Lab, just for anybody. Yeah.
0: Massacre Girl versus Case of the Ransack Lab. Yeros, yep. roar of the wild- roar of the wilds, which kind of fitting because it's rhythm of the wild. Mm. Yaris Roar of the Gods versus Urgent Necropsy I'm going to say Yaris
1: yeah I think Yaris, I think we agree
0: Croft's Eidetic Memory versus Rakdos Patron of Chaos Rakdos yeah, you're going to think, you think so yeah, I think so I'll let you have that one and then I'll just go ahead and put Outrageous Robbery
1: through yeah, don't even talk about it
0: (laughs) (laughs) don't say a thing okay, now here's where the real debate begins man, that was a slaughter for round two
1: Oh, yeah, the, the, not even, like, those brackets were so uneven. <laughs>
0: yeah, they were. Okay, so here's the problem. It's two of my cards and then two of your cards. So it's basically we're pitting. We need to pick the card. I need to pick the card that I think has the highest chance of beating whatever card you pick. And then it doesn't you- matter because you're just going to yell at me.
1: I think I may surprise you this round, <gasps> Chris. Wow. You're not going right. to win, but I may surprise you. <laughs> wow. All
0: right. Uh, Massacre Girl versus Yeros. I think I got to go with my girl. I agree. I really like Yeros. But mm-hmm. again, there isn't a single black deck that you can't slot Massacre Girl, and it's better. Absolutely. Every single black deck gets Massacre Girl. She's the new, she's this set's shieldred yeah absolutely right because wither is just we're
1: saying she's good <laughs>
0: and yeah we own it we accept yeah. it this time we know yeah. mono black four ma- four color you know four mana value creature she good
1: yeah absolutely and the fact that she gives everything Wither.
0: yep everything that's crazy mm-hmm. and she has menace of course
2: because why not yeah why not
0: all right tim Rakdos, Patron of Chaos versus Outrageous Robbery.
1: I gotta go with Outrageous Robbery, man. You think it's better than Rakdos? I think for the exact reason you just said Massacre Girl, I think there's not a single black deck you couldn't put this card in.
0: It's a great way to just spend a crap ton of mana if you have it.
2: Yeah. If your deck has a Cabal Coffers, your deck has an Outrageous Robbery. Yeah. You know? Wow, yep. Now we have a mono black, two black black
0: versus a mono black x black black. This is tough. and they're
1: both really good. They are both I, really good. I'm going. How, how about this, Chris? Because I don't want to just bully you. I'm going to make my case for my card. Okay, and I'll I'm going to let you pick.
0: Oh, all right. Yep. I'll sit back. I'll sit back. All Let's right. hear it.
1: I and But I, I do want to say, I won't be upset either way, because I think Massacre Girl is insanely good. And I would have picked her if Chris didn't call dibs as soon as... <laughs> 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 um, okay, I think Outrageous Robbery is, like you said with Massacre Girl, good in any single black deck you can put it into. It, it does not matter, it adds value. It is more expensive overall right cuz you could pay one and then you only get one card but that's you know not as good as you could pay four or five and get four or five cards i think the only thing that i would put above it above it above massacre girl is uh once you do that the only way to interact with that is a counter spell and massacre girl Can get board wiped. She can get countered. She can get destroyed. And then you don't have her. Sure, you're in black, so you can bring her back. It's not like a huge deal for her to get to get countered, or or destroyed. But if outrageous robbery goes through, you immediately have, you know, four or five cards that you just get from your opponent. They don't ever get, and they don't even know what you took. They won't know till you play it. So, I think.
2: A big
0: thing... I mean, lean in now. I think okay. a big thing that also really benefits Outrageous Robbery is the fact that it's instant speed. Yes. And so your opponent could be like, I'm going to scry two. Oh, I want to keep those two here. And then you <laughs> you get that opportunity of saying, fuck yeah, you don't.
1: <laughs> Just so you can say that. Yeah. That's why you want this card.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I... So my concern... Or not my concern, but the reason why I lean Massacre Girl... Is because Massacre Girl
2: is a permanent, immediate threat mm-hmm. to all opponents. True. Right? True.
0: Outrageous robbery, sure, you're screwing one guy over, but you could also whiff.
1: Yeah, that's you
0: true. Know? If you have 15 mana, you're not going to whiff.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But if you have like five or six, and you're like, eh, I'll try it. Here's four lands. Yeah. That sucks. That's a feel bad. That's right? fair. Mm-hmm. Massacre girl entering the battlefield is an immediate,
2: immediate. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah, right. Yep, I so, agree. Like, in the event that you outrageous robbery a massacre girl,
0: <laughs> are you casting it? Yeah, you are immediately. <laughs> immediately, not even a question.
1: Yeah, maybe next turn because I spent all my mana to exile
2: twenty of your cards. <laughs> <laughs>
0: i gotta go massacre girl all right I, I i i understand your argument for outrageous robbery but i also think you also agree massacre girl
1: should win i i genuinely i'm struggling with this one because i think they both have reasons that they c- could win right
0: mm-hmm. but
1: i 100 percent agree with everything you're saying she is but, the immediate threat outrageous robbery is the unknown threat could be a whiff sure. could not be a whiff sure right? it's 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 your gambling
2: yeah and how big
0: of exactly. a gambler like there's no gambling with massacre girl she, yeah you you windmill slam her on the table and your opponents you're like yeah uh-oh
1: and she's removal bait right so like sure you windmill slam her on the table they'll windmill slam uh you know path immediately <laughs> as soon as they oh, can yeah. but you get that path out exactly.
2: exactly get rid of the path
1: yep
0: Right outrageous robbery they're just like they're just probably like oh, okay
1: you might steal their path
0: <laughs> you might steal their path path your own massacre girl
1: yeah exactly
0: oh man ugh! i wish i could do a tie
2: wait this, we can this is literally our game how how can you click the both check marks no oh it just, no it's just one-on-one one. it just doesn't yeah, pick but, a winner
1: yeah it just doesn't pick a winner Give it to Massacre Girl. Give it to Massacre you Girl. All need- right. Yeah. All right. I need this. I- <laughs> Tim, I need this. But if I do. One- <laughs> I want you. Got- you won on shootouts.
0: <laughs> I- I'll take it. I'll take yeah. it. That's a win. Yeah. I do think it's important for us to note, Tim, that you basically fought for a mill card.
1: It's better than mill because you <laughs> get it, you exile it and then you get those cards. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm kidding. Did we?
0: so that's the main set are are you aware of like this clue set like there's like a they're, they're kind of like redoing jumpstart to have a clue kind of theme to it for this particular set
1: oh i did i know i think i did know that yeah
0: do we want to talk about those cards this week or save it for another time
1: because there's a long time
0: recording it's over an hour uh,
1: let's let's briefly mention it next week
0: Okay, because there Cause next are next some... week we'll be doing the
1: commanders.
0: Yeah, we'll do commanders next week. Yeah, so those let's just... yeah those get spoiled tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So okay, so we can just mention those next week then, because okay. there are some pretty cool,
1: pretty cool like commanders and legendary creatures in that set. I have not looked, but I'm I'm down to talk about them. You down I'm to clown? Really, I'm down to clown.
0: All right, we'll talk about them next week then. Okay. Well, so yeah, uh, final thoughts about the the base set of murders at Karlov Manor Tim?
1: I think I was there were more cards than I was expecting to like. Um right? So like there were there were several cards that I was like, okay, I'll get this card. But this is for me the epitome of a deck where I'm just gonna buy singles. Like yeah. I, you know, there's there's five cards I really want that are really good. And the rest could not care less.
0: <laughs> that's that's fair. I I am I I would like to go to pre-release if possible,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which I think is actually going to be like Super
2: Bowl weekend.
0: Is um, it?
2: Oh yeah. I think it might be or pretty close to it. Maybe the weekend before. So we'll have to figure that one out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, shout out this. Uh,
0: so I'm not going to do an anti-sponsor of this episode, but we're going to talk about the Baltimore Ravens, the greatest football dynasty to ever exist him.
1: <laughs> Is it a dynasty? No.
0: Yeah. No. But uh, the day this episode comes out, the Baltimore Ravens will be playing the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC championship game. So I need anyone who's listening now and actually manages to listen before the game on Sunday. Number one, kudos to you for listening on the day the episode comes out. And number two...
1: Dude, Zane messages me at like 12.03. <laughs> Sweet episode. Already listened. Yes, I think he did for this past episode. He messaged me and is like, I was just listening to it.
0: <laughs> oh, we love you, Zane. Yeah. Uh... Everyone's got a root for the Ravens. If you're a Chiefs fan, stop listening.
1: <laughs> uh, I have no vested interest in anything that goes on in football anymore, so I'm just there for the, to enjoy the ride. Oh,
0: man, I'm so excited for this game. I can't wait for how... Oh, uh, I'm going to play a drinking game. It's going to be called How Many Times Do They Cut to Taylor? Cut to Taylor? Who's, which Taylor? Every time cut Travis Kelce catches yeah. the ball, they cut to ta- like I Like when I watched the game over the past weekend where they played the Bills. Yeah. Every single time Travis caught the ball, they cut the Taylor.
1: Of course. And then there
0: was just a naked, like shirtless Jason Kelsey pounding a beer <laughs> yeah, behind her.
1: It was, a, it was
0: so good. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm i not much of an Eagles fan, but I'm going to miss Jason. I think he's hilarious.
1: Yeah, he's it's hard to hate him. Yeah. It, he's just, and he seems like a genuinely good guy, as far as I yeah. can tell.
0: You know? Yeah. A bit alcoholic, but whatever. Well, you know? <laughs> yeah, you got to keep that physique as a center.
1: The fun kind. <laughs> the fun alcoholic.
0: <laughs> so everyone better be bleeding purple this Sunday, is what I'm, that's all I had to say.
1: Also, if you're actually bleeding purple, go see a doctor.
0: Nah, it's fine. Send me, if you're bleeding purple, send me a picture.
1: No, do not send me a picture.
0: <laughs> I'll forward all pictures of purple blood to Tim.
1: Hmm,
0: gross. Yeah, must be tough to be a Cowboys fan. It's mm-hmm. it's so funny to watch the Packers destroy.
1: Yeah, don't even, don't. you don't have to say anything.
0: <laughs> it's so funny to watch the Packers destroy the Cowboys to then just have them inevitably lose to the Niners. Every year. Hey, man. Every year. Do you know the Look- Packers, the previous five times they've been eliminated from the playoffs have been to the Niners? That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. It's ridiculous. This is also the sixth straight AFC championship game for Kansas
2: City. Yep. And Mahomes has won four of them. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway.
1: NFL's got to have a dynasty, man. It's
0: whoo! The script is written, my dude. Yeah. After this episode comes out, NFL's going to call me and be like, how did you know?
1: (laughs) I see like a little red dot on your forehead. It's moving. (laughs) (laughs) Roger Cadell.
2: <laughs> what are you doing at my basement?
0: Cool. All right. Well, why don't we end this episode with some plugs? So here is our
2: lovely Evelyn. Thanks, Evie. Thanks, Evie. Thank you for listening to Casual Commander. Give us a follow
0: on Facebook and Twitter for weekly magic content. We also have a Discord and Patreon, so be sure to check those out as well. Links can be found at casualcommanderpodcast.com. See you next week.
2: Thank you, Evie. Thank you, Evie. You oh,
1: you want to, Oh, how dare you? I just, I need, only, we do it every time. I know. Only <laughs> so I get you, to thank, thank my you, wife. Abby. And then you go, thank you, Evie. <laughs> well,
0: it's because when I have like the, the quiet thank you, Evies, that's where I know where to edit. I edit that
1: part out. Oh, see, I leave that part in.
0: Oh, I edit that part out.
1: Uh, people know now know who edits when yeah. because I leave okay, that
0: that's in. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> uh, f- okay. Well, now that completely derailed my thought process.
1: <laughs> that uh, help.
0: We'll see you guys next week for <laughs> murders <laughs> at M- Commander Manor. What's Mur- the What's the code for? Uh, MKC, I guess.
1: Probably MKC.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because it's MKM, well, right? Yeah. MKM, murders of Karlov Commander yeah yeah all right well we'll see you guys next week then to go over those decks until then i'm chris and i'm tim and this is casual commander
1: and we love you